Welcome to episode 92 of We The Gamer Cast. It's the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com, and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play every single Monday. Thank you so much for listening and for subscribing and being here and rating us on iTunes. We have like 25 reviews on iTunes. Let's get it to 30 this week. If we can do that, I don't even, I have nothing to promise you, but it, I, it maybe it'll feel good for you. Maybe it'll feel good for you as well. I hope you guys are doing well. Before we get into things, I just wanted to thank our executive producers, our patrons, Nick Militia from Next Level Games at NL Video Games and Joel Brooks at underscore Joel Brooks. Guys, Patreon is sort of sort of taken off. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, we we have milestones that we are going to hit. This show is well on its way to becoming a video show. So thank you so much for everybody who signed up. We'll have. Uh, we're going to do shout out for everybody at the end of the show, at the close. I'm just going to, I'm going to, we, we're going to do basically when you sign up, I'm going to give you a little, little shout out, but, but the executive producers, you guys get that nice big old title right at the start. So thank you so much to Nick and Joel. I really appreciate that. Um, it's been, it's been amazing. But if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about video games. Sometimes we talk about going to E3. And if you want to be part of the show, it's easy. Just tweet at me at Sean Capri. It's Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants. Man, we're getting back into things here. We were, we were doing a whole bunch of predictions and all that business and reactions to, to E3. And I thought we were out, but then all of a sudden I see a guy named Dapper Tux on, on Twitter say how, how he just got back from E3 and how it was a dream come true. And I'm like, you know what, dude? It would be really great to talk to you about that because, you know, we, we should have somebody who who is on the show floor. And to be honest, we're going to get into it in the conversation in a little bit. I actually thought he was like an employee of M- uh, Xbox Canada. And we'll find out um, that this is really a dream come true type of story. But we'll get into that in just a second. If you missed last week, check out uh, Ian Prichel from A Plus Anime and OK Beast. That was another. I mean, they're all they're all great. But Ian has a, an interesting story because he was born in the USA, much like Bruce Springsteen, but he moved to Japan, and I don't think that, that Bruce did that. Although I'm sure he's been there, and I'm sure it's great. But if you missed that, go back and check it out. Um, lots of great feedback already, guys. Thank you so much for all the kind words. I know a bunch of you are sending kind words over to Ian. That's always, that's always nice that the people who listen to the show or they reach out to the guests and uh, they just give them a little, a little Twitter high five. Very, very nice. So thank you guys so much. Um, I've been a guest on a few shows that went live since we last talked, you and I, since the last time that you and I had this conversation. Uh, I was on Flux Deposed at Flux Deposed with uh, my good friend Jason Lacey and Lucas Rose. They are J.W. Lacey and Heavy Metal Riff, respectively, respectively, respectively. And on that show, I had said that I probably wouldn't be buying XCOM 2 because I realized that I can I can get that game from the library at, at a moment's notice. And then all of a sudden this Steam sale came up and I'm thinking like, maybe I should just buy some PC games. Is this actually happening? All of a sudden I, I want to fill up my hard drive apparently with PC games. So that, that happened. Uh, it doesn't really run on my laptop, but it will run on this computer. So maybe, God knows. I mean, when am I even going to play PC games? I, I really want to. I'm even going to maybe see if I can get kind of like an entry-level graphics card. Get me just back up to speed a little bit so it's not so embarrassing. I've got a decent processor in here. Anyway, you guys don't need to know about that. 
The other thing we talked about on that show is Metopia, and I think that I might have to go download that demo on my 3DS. So if you guys want to hear more about XCOM, Metopia, and Tube Socks, <laughs> go listen to Flexipose. They're on iTunes and all the places you find podcasts. The other thing, the other show that I was on was Secret Friends Unite with Todd Oxtra. He's at T Oxtra or Tuxtra. Um, we talked about E3 there as well, but like more, more so like reactions a little outside of the bubble. And I came to the realization that E3, not so bad. I know a lot of people were down on it, but if you need, if you are like me and you realize, you know what? It was actually pretty decent and you want to hear people who are like that, then go listen to Secret Friends Unite. And if you disagree, you should still listen to it <laughs> because maybe we'll turn you. Maybe we'll have a, maybe we'll turn you into a bit of a flip flopper. Guys, I've got a few things to talk to you about this week. I'm going to try and keep it a little quick, though. I've got a, I'm getting a little bit of a headache. I'm going to try, I played a soccer game. I recorded this morning, uh, with David Ray. He's going to be live in a few weeks. I've got a couple in the can here. Uh, I'll be going on vacation a little bit over Canada Day. Canada Day. Does anybody have, so I try saying that. I know a lot of you guys are in the States. Probably don't even ever have to say Canada Day. I've always had trouble with it. Now here I am recording the trouble that I'm having with it. So we're going camping this coming weekend. So I won't be able to record anything here. So I've got a couple, couple good ones coming up next week. Of course, Ben Butler, but we'll get into that at the end of the show. Um, I recently just totally ditched my, my Android phone. I'm sorry, guys. If you guys are on Android, you've heard me complain about this before. It is just not for me. I don't. I don't think that I should really get into it because I need to have a discussion with somebody about why I don't like, cause I feel like it's totally unfair for me just to unleash my issues with <laughs> anyway. I'm very happy. I, I got a really smoking deal actually on an iPhone 6s plus it's enormous. It's got 128 gigabytes. So I'm going to load it up with music. That's really my big thing. That's what I use my phone for. It's for podcasts and for music. And this thing is just jacked up for that is perfect and what i realized is as i was resubscribing to all my podcasts see there's always a point to these tangents as i was resubscribing to my podcast i realized that all i could all i needed to do was type in day space and all my favorite podcasts are there so that's the whole thing of us coming together as this indie the super indie podcast network it's all happening on day space i know a lot of you guys are creating podcasts on there i mentioned this a few weeks ago something very cool is happening and it's awesome to see all these different shows it's one of those like if you if you happen to like this show it chances are you're gonna like a lot of the other shows on day space because we're all friends like we like we we support each other and and all that stuff but literally like i talk to dave all the time i talk to johnny casino i know you know i don't mean to brag i also talk to adam leonard from mega dads no no i don't need to brag but he's not on day space, but that would be cool if he was. Anyway, I just thought I would pass that your guys' way. If you, uh, if you're looking for new podcasts, a bunch of our friends are over there on day space. So that's pretty cool. And also with the super indie podcast group, um, we're, we've started, I want to give a shout out to Mark Carabin from the Warp Whistle podcast. He's another guy you can find over there on day space. Uh, we want to continue getting these game nights going. I know we had a little something going with Mario Kart and then things kind of dropped off. And the, the idea here is that it's not just like us creating the game nights is if you have a game that you've been wanting to play and you just don't really have like, if you don't have people around or it's, it's hard to kind of coordinate and stuff, let's get into this group. It's facebook.com slash group slash super indie podcast LFG. The LFG stands for looking for group. And let's get this going, man. Like, let's, we should have something every week to be excited about and to talk about. I, for one, want to play some Overwatch. I want to play some of the Division. I want to play some of the Arms. Man, I'll even play StarCraft. Like, let's do it. And, and 
sometimes this is going to work out, sometimes it's not. But let's let's give it a shot. Let's get, all get together. I know a bunch of you guys are out there wanting to play some multiplayer games, so let's do it. Facebook.com slash group slash super indie podcast LFG. I'll put a thing in the I'll put a link in the in the show notes so you guys don't have to worry about because I know that's a bit of a mouthful. So thanks again to Mark for spearheading that thing and we're all gonna all gonna get together and promote this thing. So make sure that there are people playing the games. Games like Horizon is what I am playing right now and it's a it's a slow burn for me. I'm not even gonna say it's because of Zelda. I think there's a there's a bit of a, well, you know what? It actually kind of does remind me of Zelda of old in that it has a bit of a slow start. Like I really just kind of wanted to play the game and then it's like, nope, you're going to stop and you're going to talk to this person. And I think we actually talk about it with Dapper in the, in the conversation you're about to hear. And since I guess just yesterday morning, since then I've played enough that I've kind of gotten out of that, that the, the gravity, the atmosphere of the early beginnings I've escaped and I feel like I'm now enjoying the game much more because I can just wander around and, and kill things. I, I, I'm understanding the upgrade tree and I'm, I'm locked. I've got things that I can look forward to and, and save my skill, skill points to go upgrade. It's pretty, pretty good. So I'm not sure when I'm going to get around to XCOM 2, but Horizon is, it's pretty good. I don't want to say that it's overrated, but it's, uh, it's it's growing on me. We'll say that. It's growing on me. The, the, one, the other game that I'm playing before we get to our conversation here is Next Machina. This is from Housemark. You know them from the PlayStation 4 exclusive Resogun. I'm playing this on my PC, actually, speaking of playing games on my PC. And holy crap. If you guys like Resogun, this is this is actually... I think this is a harder game than Resogun. Although, I, I think that I had a similar sort of a, a learning curve this is a, this is difficult there's no way around it it's a it's sort of like a bullet hell but you're you're like this biker who jumps off of his motorcycle and and just shoots lasers at all at like swarms of enemies it is so much fun though it's getting rave reviews i will throw my voice into the mix there i haven't gone all the way through it but because it is pretty tough and there's a lot of things to to go ahead and do there's it's like um like resogun there's like these glowing green humans that you can just that you can save but it's super addicting because you just want to get just a little further than you did last time you want to chase that high score and holy crap next machina that's a that's a great developer that playstation's got on their system and uh well i guess on pc is that an exclusive guys i don't want to get too salty about that so next machina i'm really really enjoying you guys should definitely check it out if you got a playstation or a pc that can that can handle it's super smooth super select controls amazing i'm I'm using my how's this for for a thing i'm using my xbox one controller on my pc playing a ps4 exclusive so i don't know if that makes any sense but anyways let's get into it my guest this week is dapper tux he's at dapper underscore tux and i want to give a quick shout out to the the game moves podcast boys brock mclaughlin ryan turford and and drew mcmillan because I don't think that if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have connected with Dapper. And it, again, it was one of those tweets that I saw where he came home from a dream come true type of, type of experience. I just thought he was happy about his job. And as I said, we will get into how he got there. It was not, it was not an employment thing. Um, so that's awesome. He met Bonnie Ross from 343, uh, Major Nelson, Larry Herb, and Phil Spencer himself, and so many more people. I, I mean, we could have just had an hour conversation about all the people that he met. I know he had a great time. Like I said, this is a follow your dreams type of episode. So here he is, Dapper Talks!
like to be totally honest with you, just in case you didn't want to know this. I've just got some Mario pajama pants going on. And actually, I'm all Nintendoed up this morning talking to Xbox guy here. I, I'm a man of many consoles. Like, obviously, Xbox is first and for, for, foremost for me, but... Uh, I, I get it. I love, love all. I love all the platforms. I, I want to see all gamers unite under one umbrella of gaming. So, <laughs> do not worry. I understand your uh, your mar- your suit, your Nintendo boxers, and I or sorry, your Nintendo pajamas. Oh, and I applaud. Quite the assumption, but I won't. <laughs> I won't confirm nor deny, Dapper. <laughs> that seems to be sort of like even like the the xbox brand in and of itself though is like everybody should just play everything and i'm i'm kind of digging it man i'm liking that that's the yeah. that's the mentality coming out of the xbox camp oh for sure well even when you see like the new you know the new cross-platform support in terms of multiplayer games like rocket league like you're it's just one of those things where it's just like everyone just should come into the jump into the pool and play together like mm-hmm. it's it's totally totally the way things should jive but i, I feel like yeah, we've been no, like dreaming of that day since multiplayer was a thing like basically since the day that we all got segregated into our own camps and had to play with our own type of people we're like no we want to play together and now this seems like a dream that minecraft is happening and, and rocket league especially so, like rocket league and minecraft are kind of like the two games right where it doesn't matter if you've got a keyboard or mouse or controller. Like it's all like a pretty level playing field, so it makes sense to start with there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really cool to see it across so many platforms. And now, then, just at E3 with the Nintendo Switch announcement too. That's that's great too. So, yeah, more, like I said before, more people playing together, the better. It's 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 the way it's got to be in my eyes. And Microsoft's really moving in that direction. And I, I hope it continues to move. You know, the the winds of gaming continue to push the ship in that direction. That's for sure. I'm I'm digging it. I it's so funny because just to be like totally clear with you, my Xbox is my favorite place to play but obviously i play everywhere like i i've been spending a whole lot of time on my on my playstation and just as a fan of the industry like and as a podcaster i obviously have lots of opinions on the various deals and all the things that kind of happen and it's really i'm finding it very difficult to say uh and maybe you could connect with this as well just being like basically walking around with with an xbox t-shirt around all day um making the videos and, and wearing that hat it's hard to make a comment about really anything without sort of being called like a called out for being like a fanboy because no matter what it's going to be like well you're in this camp it's hard to make an observation i guess on the on the industry or even one way or another do you find the same sort of sort of struggle um within your role or or does that really not matter at all uh, for me it, it doesn't really matter like at e3 sometimes i would i would kind of have a little bit of that and then i you know, they would say something like, oh, well, we don't like you because you're in, in this camp or that camp. And I would just turn around and say, well, I love you. And, yeah, and that was it. With, so kill I just, them with kindness. I, that's my thing. I kill with kindness. So, you know, some people will, some people are very, you know, set in their ways and everyone has their own experiences, positive and negative with certain things. So for me, though, I just, I just stay on the positive side of things. I love it, man. Well, I'm going to take a huge, huge step back. I want to go all the way back to the beginning. We're going to end up at E3, but I want to know because yes. I'm fascinated by you and your job and by xbox canada and that whole that whole thing that's going on here so i want to go back i want to try and get an understanding basically the next sort of like section of questions that i have for you are ultimately like how does one end up where you ended up but i'm gonna go way further back i want to know like well first i will disclose like i'm i'm not a microsoft employee i'm just i'm i'm someone who is a super xbox fan 
So some people, some people say to me, oh, do you work for Xbox? I, I do not work for Microsoft or Xbox in any capacity. This is just them. This is me being a mega Xbox fan and then them rewarding me with like the, some opportunities that are just a dream to me, like this, this last E3 one. Um, so I guess like to take a real step back, uh, this, like, the incredible uh, opportunities afforded to me by Microsoft Canada and Xbox Canada all start with uh, a Gears of War contest. Believe it or not, this all started with a Gears of War contest where I, I entered uh, and went really, really like, you know, hard to try to win this contest. I think it was for a trip at the time mm-hmm. to the UK and, and a console. And, uh, you know, luck of the draw happened and I didn't, you know, I didn't win the contest at the time. But then later on, what was I the got... Contest? Uh, it was the Gears of War Squad Goals contest. Uh-huh. I can't remember what you had to so, do for that. So for that one, you had to do various things. Like you had to donate blood. Oh uh, my get, goodness! Like, say, like, 10 <laughs> points. Uh, you would, uh, you know, show like you and your you and your buds uh, gaming together. Then you would get uh, gaming together, like you know, with an OG Go Gears of War game. And like as you hit, like sort of checked off these various sort of challenges, you would gain more and more sort of like points or entries towards the contest. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty sure I was the only one out there who hit. Like I gave like if you watch the uh, Xbox All for One videos, and you see, you'll see someone holding a lancer and flexing with like a. I just gave blood sticker. That's that's me. Oh, so I've 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 blood for gears, and I'm I'm happy to say that. But anyway, uh, yeah. I went totally like you know super <laughs> duper over the top with all these challenges. I had I had so much fun. I just you know some people say you know life's all about the journey. Well, for this contest, it was all about the journey, and I just mm-hmm. had some fun. Met some great people, um, and you know I could feel the support coming from from xbox canada the whole time because they're just like we're rooting for you you're doing such a killer job and then the draw came and then just you know luck of the draw a few other people won and i didn't i didn't and again to this day i say i didn't quote unquote win because oh man did i ever win as as the story continues because uh anyway so based off of this after that they contacted me and they said you know uh, you know unfortunately you didn't win the contest but you know we have this opportunity with xbox all for one do you want to come on the show oh and man I don't, I don't know if you remember around the time they had a really cool – sorry, I, I posted like a really funny thing on Instagram with a Marcus Phoenix uh, Gears of War, uh, for lack of a better word, like Thanksgiving centerpiece. So like do you want to come on and, and build the centerpiece on, on Xbox All for One? And I was just like, yeah, of course. And you know, I had, a fun, I had a fun time like saying to my wife, see, sweetheart, someone out there is actually paying attention to the crazy gaming stuff that I do. So I went on there. I met, you know, shout outs to Patrick Macca. I met him for the first time because he was shooting something at the same time as well. Uh, you know, I had makeup put on me for the first time and then, you know, met, uh, I, I met uh, Marissa Roberto as well, too. I don't know if that helps with the mic there. Sorry, guys. Yep, no, you're, the, no, you're good. Uh, you're good. Better now? Yep, totally. Uh, then I met Marissa Roberto for the first time, who was just like good as gold. She is incredible. Like, I'll, I'll continue like gushing about her later because she's just one of the finest people in the industry in terms of helping me out and, and giving me tips and, you know, making sure I don't make a fool of myself. But anyway, she's incredible. <laughs> but yeah, the first time I met her, we did like a whole bunch of takes and, uh, you know, had some fun building this, this centerpiece. And a few months later after that, I get a call again about coming on to another episode with, with Paul Hunter, uh, AJ Fry, Green Skull, and Marissa again. So I'm just like, yeah, you guys actually want me back? Amazing. Amazing. So I'm just over the moon at this point. And uh, my, full-time, my full-time job is actually teaching. So I'm, I'm oh actually – Oh, my goodness. 
yeah, so that's that's so, so some people ask me, oh, what's your day job? So I'm a, I'm a school teacher, and you know I'm just doing more and more gaming industry stuff um, on the side. But anyways, back to the Xbox All for One what story. Do stu- what do your students think? Like, do they know? Like, are they? How, oh yeah, what, they. What grade they know. are you teaching? Well, right now teaching. Uh, the semester is just it's done now, but I teach media arts, and okay. uh, so shout outs to my students at Vaughn Secondary. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I teach right now grades nine, or sorry, grades ten and eleven media arts. Nice. So, yeah. So that, yeah, they were really psyched about this when I told them about E three. They they didn't I didn't believe it at first. They didn't believe it either. But once I when I told them about it, and I, I gave them a shout out on the live stream as well too. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's that's why I said it's like a, a dream come true because you know I'm a I'm a school teacher who's a huge gaming fan that uh, just following Xbox Canada all this all these things fell into place for me and it's it's just been a whirlwind. Um, back to the sorry I know I'm talking mile a minute. It's, no, I get please go. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm, I get to just kind of enjoy the story. This is awesome. But yeah, no, it's it's a killer story. Like whenever I tell people the story, they they don't believe me, and I said this is the story. Um, so I so I did the I did two of the Xbox All for Ones, and mm-hmm. then once after I did the the second one, I think it was around March. Uh, someone from from Microsoft called me by the name of Matt, and uh, he just he he DM'd me and he said, "Hey, you know, we want to just talk to you about something." I'm like, "Okay, this this could be cool." Like anytime they DM me something, Xbox Canada, something really kick ass and cool is about to happen. So mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for this one. So I'm sitting at my kitchen table and we're talking about you know just how things are going and that. He's like, "Well, a name that keeps coming up around our tables a lot to." Uh, to do something at E3 is yours. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. What? Yeah. I, I, you know, I'll be man enough to admit here is a couple of te- tears shed. Cause <gasps> I was just so excited. I was just like saying that like, what? And he's like, yeah. He's like, so what are your thoughts on like, you know, co-hosting E3 with Marissa for Xbox all for one. And I just said, you're, you're, you're not kidding. Right. But he's like, no, 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 we, we want you. And you know, whatever we can do to make this happen, let's, let's go for it. And I was again, totally floored totally humbled by by that mm-hmm. and so what is your like you got you got the responsibility of being the teacher like what's the family life like is, do you have to let anybody know that like you know what you know we were on a certain path but e3 and xbox is sort of a big deal like what what's the conversation you have to have back home yeah, well, the first thing was with with my wife too, and she's been super supportive. And she she just turned around and said, "Wow, this is a really big deal." And I said, "I yes. think this is the this is the biggest deal there is." Um, so yeah, that it was it was tough though because I've I have a three year old as well. So leaving him at first, it was an interesting sort of little like explanation of you know where where's daddy going and that. But it was really cool because even while I was there, uh, Patrick Macca and and Marissa, like I'm hanging out with all these people who I saw from a distance for mm-hmm. many many years and was a huge fan then all of a sudden it's like hey i'm here with them and you know we're talking to them you know and anyway uh they they did some really cool stuff where when we were there uh they even gave like a, a cute little shout out video to my son because i said to him Aww. well daddy's going daddy's going to you know to help his friends at xbox at e3 mm-hmm. and he's like okay well you go play xbox there and then when i sent them sent them that little video it was so touching because i asked them to do it and they're just like no problem absolutely so let's record it for them right now so yeah that's why i just uh can't uh you know say say enough about how amazing everyone is you know with this experience oh man so now what happens now i guess like e3 is sort of is done it was a whirlwind of of an experience like do you have any idea of what is next for you with xbox like it because because i definitely made the mistake of thinking that 
like like you being alongside Marissa, I'm like, well, obviously they've hired him on to be like her co-host for everything that she's doing there. Like, do you have any any sense of what's next or any hopes even? No, and like I I don't really have any hopes for you know sort of I just like for me personally I just want to keep s- staying within the Toronto gaming industry, mm-hmm. really enjoying life right now uh, in terms of like the E3 experience. For me, that's that's just a life once in a lifetime thing. Um, I'm not looking, you know, forward or backward after. Well, I'm looking backward a a lot after that. It's such an incredible experience. Um, But for me right now, like like looking into the horizon and that, I'm just still so blown away by, you know, getting asked out there by Xbox Canada. The people I met, the, you know, people who I was talking to there, it's just an incredible experience. Uh, On this note, though, well, can I give a few shout outs, though? Well, well, I'm. Well, yes, here, please. I, yes. Amazing. For, yes. For totally. Microsoft Canada and Xbox Canada, like I said, talk about making, you know, a guy's dreams comes true. But I, again, I got to give shout outs to Marissa who, you know, always, always steals the show. But at the same time, she was constantly like we, we did a, we did a, an interview sort of series uh, where there was massive, ex- big executives there like Aaron Greenberg. Again, shout out to him. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a ton ton of devs were also there too like uh, nicole fawcett talking about crackdown 3 and we had to do you know a, a series of interviews and marissa's just like let's let's go 50 50 on this and i'm just like oh, okay sure but you, you know you're you're the industry expert i want you to take as many of these <laughs> interviews as possible like um, i'm just i'm just a dude that's happy to be here but she's such a good person she's just like no no let's split it 50 50 and anytime there was like a, a behind closed doors opportunity she was just like no we're gonna get you in there with us too like don't worry about it you come in and play you know call of duty you come in and play uh, you know sh- uh, shadow of war like that's so i was just totally blown away by you know how incredible marissa roberto is i cannot say enough good things about her yeah man um, I, I had no doubt so it's always nice yeah, to hear that yeah there's what, gracious you, as what they you see team. on yeah what you see on camera is what you get in person and absolutely incredible like i know with some people it's 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 different but man like in terms of the toronto gaming scene even people like you know aj fry like i i talk to them in person now and just the nicest people the nicest people. Talk to me about this Toronto gaming scene because obviously I've 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 been talking with Brock McLaughlin for a, quite a while now, and he sort of um, talks about it in the same light that there's there's something special happening in Toronto in terms of the gaming scene. Like, what is it? Is it just parties all the time? Is it is it games um, in development in Toronto? Like, what is? How would you describe the the Toronto gaming scene? I would describe it as like Toronto itself. One of like the well, I guess you can't call Toronto the hidden secret anymore, but Toronto itself as a city is a great place, and the yeah. gaming scene, I like it's it's exploding. And I even tell my students too, there's so many incredible development houses happening, or development houses popping up, and big names like Ubisoft Toronto's here, mm-hmm. uh, EA Montreal has a massive scene. So we're just like in this incredible pocket where you've got super fans, you've got developers. And it feels like every other week, like there's some sort of incredible gaming related event happening. Mm-hmm. And also shout outs to Brock McLaughlin. He is one of the nicest guys out there. And he's another person who's just like, hey, I'm going to be doing this this weekend. You want to come along? And I just, hey, man. Yeah, for sure. So, that doesn't surprise I, me at all, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he's such a cool guy. Such a cool guy. So, yeah, mad shout outs to Brock McLaughlin. Nicest guy. Um, but, yeah, and I, I think it's nice guys like Brock, mm-hmm. uh, guys and girls and and men and women uh, that are just so super welcoming in the community here. Um, you know, even Dan Hamill, for example, Green Skull. Uh, I was talking about Patrick Macca before. Like, I've met them 
you know, in person, we talk all the time and they're just, they're all so welcoming and they're all mm-hmm. just so willing to, to, you know, they're super humble people willing to just talk about, you know, you as a gamer and uh, just, you know, are willing to get, you know, talk about the scene, get to know you better and go from there. So that's why with Toronto, for someone like on the outside looking in, that's, you know, in Toronto or around Toronto, you just got to start coming to events. Well, for, mm. for my experience, I would say follow Xbox Canada on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, because that's where it all started for me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's there's something gaming related, I would say, every week or every other week happening in the city that's massive. And you just have to start, you know, striking up conversations with some people. And, you know, just like that, you know, you're 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 in the middle of it. So, that's a beautiful thing. I don't know if it's like that in other cities, but with Toronto, I just could not believe how quickly people just said, hey, you know, I've seen you at this gaming event and that gaming event. And, you know, it's almost like, hey, you're part of the family now. Let's let's talk. Let's go out for drinks or this or that. So yeah, man. it's it's well, I can incredible. tell you it's not it's not like that here. I'm in Edmonton and like even though like we're known for our mall and maybe a smaller uh, number of people know that Bioware is here as well. But like there's not anything like that. And and just hearing you talk about it and describe it in that way all i want to do right now is just like hop on a plane and like go to these these gaming events i want to go hang out with these people um how would we you will just... accept you come come i will come i even <laughs> like i don't even need a passport i have the accent i say about go. i really try hard to say about properly but crap it kind of yep. slips a little bit uh, <laughs> um how would you describe like i've always been interested especially as a canadian looking at like my first my first recollection of this was looking at Nintendo of Canada versus Nintendo of America and now i see like Xbox Canada versus like like what i guess just Xbox of America like what does it really mean for like these companies to have sort of regional subsidiaries i guess i would call them like little like shoot offs what role does Xbox in your in your mind like what role does Xbox Canada play in relation to oh, Xbox it's... where like Xbox is like the, the the captain driving the ship and then like are we as Canadians just like spreading the the good word like what's the what's the what's the reason for Xbox Canada existing separately oh it is so important so in terms of like the the way i understand it, what what they do is you know to like just like you said, like engage fans on, on a on a regional basis, right? But without Xbox Canada, there's no Dapper Tux. There's no you know me going as extra as I did during that contest and getting this this life changing E3 experience. So mm-hmm. it it's so important. Like and it was really cool too. Like talking on that regional level, uh, you know, I I met people from like Xbox Colombia and Xbox UK. So it was great to sort of talk to them and just you know hear about the differences each each market has because each market you know the differences are are huge in terms of what fans want to want to hear want to mm-hmm. see i guess for your bigger games like your halos and your gears um there i guess there's a, obviously a united message coming out around those games and right and how how people are going to receive them but in terms of you know straight up community engagement uh i think it's so important for fans for someone like me like i said it, it was life-changing because xbox like the central sort of mothership i guess you could call yeah, them <laughs> twitter of, of of xbox uh they engage with me all the time too which is great but in terms of the millions of fans that they're dealing with down in the u.s opposed to the you know the millions and thousands of fans that xbox canada is dealing with i guess it's just an easier way to kind of i don't know i don't know how to say this nicely sort us out and make sure that we're yeah i guess that is nice sort us yeah. out and sort of sure that we're, we're taken care of like region by region so for me 
I, I would say it's it's such a lifeblood to the community. Uh, mm-hmm. And in terms of what Xbox Canada does in and around the city, uh, they do like pop-up experiences. They were responsible for when Sunset Overdrive came out. Uh, they did a really cool uh, mayhem playground, uh, right? At Young Dundas, like in the center of Toronto. You could shoot like a teddy bear cannon. There was like a little car on fire. You could go down like this giant slide. You could play like slime pinata. Like they would do incredible events like this. They've done that for years. Quantum Break. Uh, they did like a frozen in time burger joint. Like if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see all this stuff because I attend all of it. But where are you on for, Instagram? Quick, give a plug. Oh yeah, it's a uh, Dapper Tux, just of Dapper course. underscore Tux. So you'll see some like uh, you know throwback Thursdays of me at these events. But that's where it all started <laughs> for me. My f- and my very first Xbox Canada, and I got to give a shout out. I think it's uh, the sorry. I got to give a shout out to their the companies that they also work with, Veritas and Mosaic. Mm-hmm. They do some crazy uh, experiential. Yeah, I think I messed it up. But basically, experience-based marketing, like all these things I'm describing, that engage fans like me. So it's absolutely crazy. Like, because my first event uh, was Halo Reach laser tag with one of my buddies, and we were like running around the city trying to figure out these like waypoints. And then you get hints, and then it finally led to like this massive party where you played laser tag uh, no for the launch. Of Halo. Yeah, they, the stuff they do is just so off the hook. And like, I, I started, you know, that that's what. Drew, drew me in because at first I wasn't big on Twitter or Instagram mm-hmm. and then I started going to these events and I'm just like I need to like find out when these are happening where how and uh, yeah I guess the rest is sort of history for me but this was years and years ago but uh, but yeah there's really cool stuff happening in Toronto that's for sure where does your where does your sort of history with Xbox begin like were you with like did you have the original one I remember spending and you'll know this as a Canadian as well like I'm assuming you're sort of born and raised in and around Toronto. Is that, or were you moving around like Brock too? Uh, no, I born and raised Thornhill, uh, so and that's that's like a suburb of Toronto. Okay. And I've been I've been in in and out of the city. Uh, like I was born in Toronto, but uh, yeah, like I've, I'm constantly in the city. Right. So, do you remember when the Xbox first came out and it was this big, huge, powerful machine? It had a hard drive. It had this giant controller. None of us really knew what to make of it. But if you were into PC gaming at all, you were sort of in touch with what Microsoft was doing. I feel like they were getting sued for their Internet Explorer just a few years before that. And this thing comes out, and I feel like I spent like seven hundred and fifty dollars on this original Xbox. Like, were you were you in at the beginning, or was the three hundred and sixty more your entry point for Xbox? Oh no! I was right in at the beginning. Yes. So I actually had uh, my 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 local uh, EB Games manager actually kept kicking me out of the store because I was they had Halo on the kiosk. <laughs> so I was just like, you know what? I'm here all hours. It's time for me to bring in the, my other consoles and make a trade here. Oh! So I walked in one day and I just I just took every other console that I had. They were they're great in their own ways, but but Halo and Xbox was was all I wanted to play. So I I just brought it all in one day traded it all in put all my cards on the table and then went went straight og xbox at that point and, hang and on hang back. on what what are you trading in at this point because my heart is like it's sort of breaking but i feel like you have zero regret so maybe i'm just projecting a little bit here uh i think at the time i wonder what, what it was it was because that's what it would take it would take multiple consoles to trade in because this thing was so expensive yeah, no, everything went. I can't remember what I kept, but I I think everything went. I remember seeing multiple consoles. Not like I don't oh. want to besmirch anyone by saying what specific ones, but anything else on or around the market at that time, it all it all kind of went. And you know, I like I I I would play at other friends' house 
you know, homes and things like that. And all my buddies had, you know, their PlayStations and that, which I would, you know, go check out later on. Um, but yeah, ev- everything at that point went. I'm trying to remember you what exactly. You walked away from I am so amazed and I'm so jealous of your ability to do this because I have some major problems with my things. Um, behind me, I have a whole bunch of toys and things that are still in the box and open. There are a few that are open and I think that I've shed actually some hair off of my head because of it. Like you have... You have no regret. You don't even like really think about those consoles. I am I am completely in awe, Dapper. Oh, thank you very much. I love Xbox, but the other consoles, like I said before, I'll I'll play too. But but Halo at that point, like yeah, I don't know. Do you believe in love at first sight with gaming? Because <laughs> I sure do. Cause that, that with me. I do because I actually remember seeing Halo at like in a PC gamer. I saw it as a first pitch as a PC game before it got moved over before Xbox was even a thing and I remember thinking yeah, like this I, is like next Mac level. World, Mac World 1999 or something like that that, that Oh yeah, even before like, that. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I remember like, reading a lot into Halo after it came out and it's crazy because it's it's that it's that flagship franchise that really helped to catapult Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. And and for me it was just I don't know, the the mix of the story, the first time I jumped into a warthog, that magic of wait, it's not gonna like sort of bar me now from going too many mm-hmm. places. Like I can just jump in and out and off it. So yeah, for me it was just like the story, the like again, the story, the lore, the gameplay, I was just like, man, I was I was so dialed in so dialed in right off the top and were you into the, like the multiplayer obviously a lot of people think of multiplayer uh with halo in the early days of xbox live like was that something that grabbed you immediately like i'm trying to think of is this sort of like you your xbox and your and your tv or are you are you doing land parties as well land parties big time yes um, i like oh absolutely yeah I I love the land party I was always carting my Xbox here there everywhere to do <laughs> to do some yeah so like I, it's called back then it was called Beaver Creek now I think they call it Battle Creek I don't know if you remember the, the uh, you know like two ver- four versus four on that tiny tiny map with the two bases on either yes. side yes oh my god oh, yeah, I was always really bad at Halo though like I would play the single player and get through it and then I play multiplayer just with friends and I would just be the guy that everybody laughed at. <laughs> Oh I no! I still, oh yeah, my buddies—they'll tell you I'm still the guy who's—I'm—I'm I'm very inconsistent. Like, oh, there'll be a game. I'll go. I'll go a couple games. Maybe I'll be like number one, number mm-hmm. three, and then like towards the end of the night, I don't know if it's like get tired. It's like my kill death <laughs> ratio is terrible, and I'm just like, okay, okay, guys, you killed me enough. I'm gonna get offline now. But mm-hmm. no, for me, it's yeah, I I I love it. Even even when I'm getting totally destroyed, yeah, I get frustrated, but. Uh, there's, cause there's guys out there that are really good now with Halo 5. Like, they'll know where you're gonna spawn, and they'll take you out, and it's just like, okay, I'm done here. Yeah. <laughs> you oh. play this often, you know exactly where I'm coming from, even when I come back, you know, from the dead, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I still, I still love it. And I play stuff like Warzone all the time, too. That, that's a lot of fun. Oh, uh, man. What are you playing now, though? What do you, what's, what's on uh, your Xbox One? Still Halo. Um, I'm I doing a lot of it, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah still a lot of halo uh i was i'm still working on getting through resident evil i'll, I'll eventually get through that mm-hmm. uh what else am i working on right now well a lot of the xbox playdates uh titles uh play xbox playdates canada i'll give them a shout out here mm-hmm. too they they sort of are right now especially after e3 i'm doing a lot more like playing in the community because i want to catch up with people uh after you know going through that incredible experience at E3. Um, so with Xbox Playdates Canada, I've been playing, that we most recently did Forza Horizon, which I love. That was another big thing at, at, at uh, E3. I could not believe I got to catch up and interview Dan Greenewald. Nice. Uh, 
he he is the coolest guy. Yeah. And it was my first interview, and and I was pretty nervous because it's like it's like he's like a rock star in the industry, and I'm a big mm-hmm. racing fan. So interviewing him was just kind of like, okay, there's this guy now that I've you know kind of idolized for so long, and it's like what questions do I ask him? And then right out again, Marissa super was, was super supportive. She's like, you take this interview, you're going to rock it. And I, I felt nervous while doing it. And then at the end of it, Dan just turns to me and says, that was one of the most fun, you know, most fun I've ever had doing an interview. I was just like, Oh my God. Oh man. <laughs> just like take that to the bank. <laughs> exactly. Do you, do you feel like you're able to lean on your experience as a teacher though? Like, I feel like that's one of possibly one of the best ways to prep for this type of job. Like you have to be, you're basically paid to do improv like you're, you have to educate as well obviously but like but you have to be really thinking on your feet at all times so like is that sort of when you look back on it do you go man it's a good thing i've i've had this experience as a teacher uh yeah big time absolutely because it's almost like you're on a stage every single day right? right and there's there's really interesting situations good ones and bad ones where you just you got to improvise on the spot and you got to get things sort of figured out uh in terms of with me like i've you know me i'm on twitter constantly i'm talking to people and i find that's the best way to go because as i was on the e3 show floor i'd be walking around and it was almost like a matrix moment because as faces would pass (laughs) me i would know i'm like okay i know that person we have to go interview them because they are xyz Mm -hmm. um so i I don't know but in terms of like being able to interview someone on the spot you know like you said in an improv sort of way um, it really helps, but here's more shout outs. I got to give the crew some shout outs because the guys that were doing all the filming, editing, writing, Andy, Blake, Reed, and Paul, uh, they, they did a fantastic job. So the, the first video went up and they, they really killed themselves to get, get that first E3 video up like within a day. And it looks so, so good. And I was tired and babbling and it, it looks so <laughs> professional. So yeah, Andy, Blake, Reed, and Paul Dapper loves you boys. You guys did a great, great job. I love but that. Now, as a super fan of uh, EP Daily and reviews on the run, Blake sounds familiar. Is that the same Blake as as Victor Lucas's Blake, or is this a different? Like, is there a crossover uh, different, with those guys at all? Uh, um, I've I met I met Victor Lucas while I was there. I did a behind uh, closed doors with uh, with uh, the new Call of Duty uh, World War Two mm-hmm. with with Marissa uh, Matt Maddie M from from uh, Microsoft Canada and Victor Lucas, and that was one of those moments where. I was standing, you know, about to go in and play the game, and I'm just like, I'm with Marissa Roberto, I'm with Victor Lucas, and with one of the coolest people I know through Xbox Canada, and I'm be about cool. to hands up. Be cool. Exactly. <laughs> so many moments where I'm just like, how do I be cool here and not just like fanboy? I'm be like, we're getting a selfie. Everyone gather. I want to never forget this moment. But yeah. No, it was. It was, thank thank uh, God selfies have become like pretty normalized. Like it's not like the yeah, weirdest thing that you could do. Like you could definitely just wrap your arm around somebody and kind of like and grab that quick picture. Like it's way more normal now than I think even a couple of years ago. I feel like I've been taking selfies with phones or even with like digital cameras before you could actually see what you're shooting at. And that was half the fun where you're like, I don't know if this is actually getting the picture, but then you'd look back and you, and you'd see what can you, what can you tell me about that behind closed doors experience with call of duty like was that was that one of a few or one of many um and what can you tell me actually about call of duty that you were able to see well first and foremost i'm super excited about the game uh we we basically i can't remember the map we played but uh it it was just a a team a team-based like deathmatch idea but it, mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun the weapons seem really balanced the graphics are are incredible what were you playing uh, on were you playing on a playstation uh 
can't really say. <laughs> There's certain things I'm not allowed to talk about with uh, behind closed doors. Gotcha. But uh, so but Nintendo I Switch, I I will just read right <laughs> into that. You played on Nintendo <laughs> Switch, everybody, and there's multiplayer confirmed. Thank you, Dapper. You what go. else, man? What else can you confirm for? <laughs> yeah, there you go. All I can. So what I remember from the one map that we played, there was a point where you were like rebuilding a bridge. So the other team was rebuilding a bridge at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they there was fallback point. So if you didn't hold one area, you would get pushed back to a bridge. And then you needed to you know either prevent or build a bridge with your team. And mm-hmm. if they built the bridge, then they they, they could advance advance across and, and go from there. So it made for a lot of fun, like close combat experiences. As well as well as some people would just stay back, stay further off. Uh, you know, stay further back from the bridge and just snipe you, which is super frustrating, but a good strategy. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it was a lot of fun. It was, and it's really fun because you go from like this interview experience into this like, let's sit down and play the game. And the gamer comes out in you and you're just like, you, everyone there was competing. And it was yeah. like, Marissa schooled us hardcore, of course, but. Really? Yeah, no, she's a great gamer. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. But I mean, anyway, I'm, I should say like that. Yeah, that sounded awful. <laughs> Oh no, she's always top three. She's she knows what she's doing. So anyone out there giving her problems, nope. I feel like I just always remember her not not enjoying the shooters. That's what I'm most uh, surprised at. Holy cow! So like, talk to me about this because I sort of had this experience with music a little bit. Where like a, a recent example is is Foo Fighters. They've got like a, they've got a number of documentaries that they that they have about the making of a few of their albums, and then you can go out and buy it or I guess download the CD. God, I'm old. Holy crap. Um, and it, like, that sort of, like, inside, behind the scenes look always makes me appreciate the music more. Like, I pick out some of the lyrics a little bit better and kind of, like, they, gives me, like, a new level of appreciation. I'm, I'm gathering it was sort of the same type of experience, getting sort of that, that one to few kind of introduction to Call of Duty and then jumping into play. You're note, I'm gathering you notice things that you maybe wouldn't have noticed. Uh, in terms of noticing things, uh, again, it was more like the, the experience for me. Like it got me, mm. it brought me back in terms of the way Call of Duties used to be, like less of the futuristic sort of style of shooters. Uh, but again, I was like there for the games, yes, but also just the experience of E3. So it was interesting mm. just to sort of shift back because, I don't know, I guess as I started to play Call of Duty, it was just like, bam, I felt like I'm back in my living room, you know, back in, back into my gaming. And then it was just like, you know, as the demo ends, you forgot where you were. And then you're just like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm still at E3. And oh, Marissa's like sitting on my right hand side and, mm-hmm. you know, Victor Lucas on the other. It's like, okay, you know, again, back to like that super surreal, uh, you know, incredible feeling. But in terms of, yeah, the gameplay itself, like I'm, I'm super excited. It was one of the, one of my favorite things I played there. Um, Stepping away, I guess, a bit from Call of Duty that I've got a uh, we did another uh, behind closed doors opportunity was uh, Shadow of War. Nice. I can't wait for that game. That was I was just like, it was kind of cool because you know usually Pat, I, I've been to one E three before and I usually got to line up for hours and when you have an appointment like this for behind closed door you just walk up and you give your name and they say oh okay you come on in and uh, off you go and for the one uh, opportunity I had I was actually sitting next to almost like a, a co-pilot so one of the developers who was wearing a headset and walking me through the game as I played it mm-hmm. so it was a really cool way to experience a game for the first time like that and uh, I was able to sort of you know lead a you know lead an orc army into battle uh, and storm an actual fort ride a dragon like it was it was insane like you want to talk about 
Lord of the Rings and Helm's Deep and getting like that in a game, mm-hmm. you, you get it right there. It was it was absolutely phenomenal. I felt bad though, my poor dragon. I went to like <laughs> you hold down a button for too long. I, I need to carve that quote out out of this. Oh, I felt bad, my poor dragon. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I went like to like to jump off the dragon, but you can go into like this like kill sequence so i killed my own drag and i I was heartbroken for like 20 minutes there but uh yeah you can totally carve out that that quote but uh otherwise though that i don't know for my game of the show it's it's tough to sort of say but uh it was either crackdown 3 or or shadow 4 those talk to me about crackdown 3 man because i was i've been pretty pretty vocal about uh crackdown 3 and just the the crackdown series as we talk about xbox exclusives and sort of stacking them up against playstation exclusives and anytime somebody you know there's a fanboy argument of xbox doesn't have any of these things and they don't like not enough non-exclusive and then people go like they've got sea of thieves and they've got uh you know crackdown and it seems like they would sort of like struggle to come up with a stack of of really good exclusives and i've never really thought that crackdown is of the caliber of gears or halo so when that gets thrown into the mix of kind of like you're kind of overstating maybe a little bit but after e3 i'm eating my words a ton because i think that game looks incredible tell me like what has your journey been with the crackdown series and like kind of where are you at now with it for me like i've i've played all of them up until this point so i've really? played all- okay yeah, so I put all of them. I think even well, I think Crackdown Two, a, a big reason why I played that, there was the, either the Halo Two. No, I think it was the Halo Three beta. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. If you bought, I think snuck it, it in. They snuck it in there too. So I definitely, I definitely played that. I, like I played through all. I was just excited for Crackdown. They threw in that bonus, and I was like, oh yes, this is like <laughs> game paradise. But no, I've I've played through all of them. My first still is the the first first entry is still my favorite and i found like as soon as i picked up the controller with crackdown 3 it's everything you loved about the earlier ones but just like with really interesting cool new weapons and that that integration with terry cruz like i'm really yes. like that that was just such a smart way to turn like to turn around and rebrand it and uh it was kind of cool they had a competition happening at e3 where if uh whether you were a fan if you beat one of the dev scores for that the demo they actually mm-hmm. spray paint your gamer tag somewhere within the get the final game no way which is absolutely crazy oh yeah and if if you look on twitter too i was their pins there was some sort of mishap where you know how there's the xbox e3 pins mm-hmm. there were ones for crackdown but they didn't make it to the show so they are extremely rare so if you see any like crackdown pins out there mm-hmm. it is someone very special that has them so anyone out there that has those crackdown pins you just send them my way uh, but anyway in terms of what <laughs> in terms of what i played it just looked absolutely fantastic. It played like a dream. Uh, I was picking up cars, tossing them at bad guys. Then after I knocked down a bad guy, I picked them up and then tossed them at other bad guys. Like, like it was just, it was that fast, frantic action that I fell in love with the first crackdown. That I was just mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, it's the same gameplay, but now it's just cranked up to ten. I'm trying to. I'm pretty sure it was on an Xbox One X dev kit i was playing it i was playing it at fan fest so it was like oh, a very okay. cool environment to play it in as well um uh, but it, it it was great sound was on point um i don't know really what else i can say about it vehicle the vehicle combat's so much fun like you can hop into a vehicle and then like you know go storming through uh an enemy's facility in that same vehicle which is kind of interesting mm-hmm. uh, 
but it sounds I've, like it sounds like really old school Xbox just like focus on the action the flute like gameplay is king you know I feel like for a number of years we've kind of strayed off into more of a cinematic experience and I don't want to again I don't want to do the the console war thing but I'm I'm currently playing through uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and I'm loving the gameplay but then they sort of like stop me with these long dialogue sequences and I'm just I kind of just want to get back to the game and when you're as you're talking about Crackdown like that's kind of all I want to do is just jump into this big old sandbox and blow things up. Well, if anything, yeah. that I was disappointed with E3 was that I didn't see much of that. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, all I needed was Terry Crews to just like scream at me <laughs> for, for about a minute. I'm buying this game kind of first day. Uh, and it really, it really like, yeah. And, and shadows to Horizon Zero Dawn. I played that a beautiful game. And, mm-hmm. and for the cinematic side, you're right. It's like hard to strike that balance. But for totally games like Uncharted, like they're, they're up there. Like, you know, the Uncharted uh, series is. Oh, I I absolutely love that as well too. Uh, but uh, you're right; it's hard to strike that. You want something that is unforgettable, like a great movie experience, but at the same time, you want to balance with gameplay. So mm-hmm. some developers nail it, some some don't. But uh, you know, Naughty Dog always rocks it with a lot of their offerings. Uh, but yeah, no. In terms of like something, understanding what Crackdown Three has turned into, I I think we're gonna have some of that cinematic experience, but it's it's not pulling punches. Like it's gonna be a in your face things are exploding everything is going insane uh i was i was hearing again don't quote me on this but i know in terms of the fully destructible city that's mm-hmm. more of a multiplayer component now but i like from what i played a lot of the city was you know if you weren't careful you'd get in trouble for it right because you're an agent uh but the city <laughs> the city was coming apart pretty quick and the amount of like i was fighting off some baddies right next to a road and then i you know dropped a uh like a street lamp across the road, so a lot of the cars got blocked in. The amount of characters and and uh, vehicles on screen at once without any slowdown was was pretty stunning. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like this game is sort of like poised to surprise, sort of like Shadow of Mordor a few few years ago, where like we don't yeah. really know a whole lot about it. We think that we do because we, you know, we it's a it's the third game in the series, and I feel like expectations are not high, and so really Xbox is kind of maybe standing on a sleeper hit here this could be a dark horse for the holiday season well it, i it's coming out november 7th along with the xbox one x so for me personally it's going to be one of the things i'm going to pick up right away i think with like you said we were saying before like with the people were asking so like what is crackdown and i think when you grab a personality like terry cruz and, yep. and that 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 just right that cemented it there the for personification me. Like, of the what's game the identity of the game mm-hmm. boom, terry cruz it's just like up boom <laughs> And like I, I don't know if it was Nicole Fawcett and her team that came up with that up your boom, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's just it it just it just totally got me psyched for it because it almost rebranded the game in my mm-hmm. eyes. Cause before I agree. You seeing it from like a tech demo perspective, which was really impressive, but now it's like it's got its own personality. And when a game like that has so much punch and personality, I get excited. And I think a lot of people, based on what I played, have a lot to get excited about. I can't wait. Well, you, you sort of led into my next question there. So you, you talked about picking that up day one. Is And I, I have to really try not to call it Scorpio. Is the One X a day one purchase for you? I mean, I can only imagine if you traded in all of your consoles before that, that you're one step short of trading in your three-year-old to get your one X. <laughs> never, never trade him for a console. Not quite there, but... Know, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm set and psyched for it day one for sure. Yeah, like, uh, it's, it's, gonna, it's a great console. It's based on what I've seen. Uh, I also played Forza, Forza Motorsport 7 oh, uh, dude, on it too. Forza. So 
I'm a big Forza fan, so seeing that and and you know hearing about all the 4K, like the fact that it's going to go back and upgrade a bunch of my games for me too. Um, like I was looking at the specs of it, and I had already decided like whenever this gets announced, I'm I'm going for it just because you want the best possible experience, right? And it's one of those things now. Even with the OG backwards compatibility, you now have OG Xbox, you now have Xbox 360, Xbox One, and now Xbox One. X enhanced title uh, titles on a single console like it's almost just like this if you're an Xbox fan like me for me personally I'm 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 ready to go I'm ready to say bring it on it's like the cornucopia experience of all these games just on this on this one one terrific plat super powered platform so I'm I'm pretty psyched about it are you on a 4K TV at home? Are you like I've got Not 1080Ps yet. and I I'm just kind of balancing this thing. I talked to Paul Harris about this as well. Like and I, to, in your mind, do you think that there's more to visuals than just resolution? Are we too caught up on this on this number? I think sometimes yeah, but yeah. at the same time, I do want to just sort of see what what the beast can unleash. I don't. I think, love it. I don't. I don't <laughs> think we should get too hung up sometimes on numbers, and I don't think the fanboying over the numbers all the time is 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 healthy. Yeah. Um, but it is for both consoles. It's just exciting to see what what they can do. Like what can they push? And sometimes maybe you know you don't need the title to be 4K. It can be 1080, and it can still be you know a dandy looking th- title that's going to completely sort of change your experience. Uh, you know with gaming mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, that's what they've been missing nice. from their messaging yeah it needs to be What's it's that? dandy it's gonna look dandy it's xbox gonna look, one x it's gonna, it's gonna look, look dandy, dandy. yeah that's the that's, that's the canadian why, version that's why people like aaron greenberg they don't listen to me they do <laughs> they, they call beautiful marketing actually it's funny though talking about executives who who listen to you uh when i went into the fan fest i got to meet larry herb i got to meet phil spencer oh, i love it Aaron Greenberg, uh, you'll never meet a nicer group of people. Um, mm-hmm. The fact, like Phil Spencer, right before he went on stage, like he stopped and would take a selfie with me. And then later, I saw him at Fan Fest, and we just talked about our kids and our experiences with our consoles. It was, uh, it, it was, it was pretty magical. Like I, I just couldn't believe, you know, you're Phil Spencer, you're willing to just stop and talk to me, and. I think that's why I'm such a big fan of Xbox. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it comes down to. The, the community outreach, you're always feeling like you're part of that community and, and top to bottom. The developers, uh, you know, the, the, apps, you know the, the, the top of the mountain lead of the actual entire division, they will just stop and talk to you about gaming and, and what you want to see and what you like and what you don't like. And it's, it's, it's incredible. It's absolutely un- unbelievable. So I, I guess that's uh, what you know, also keeps me as such a huge Xbox fan. It's awesome, man. Well, you know, I think we can probably call it there. I am all I want to do now is just go run to my Xbox and play games right now. And I'm I'm sure you're in the same same boat. Why don't you tell everybody on the internet where they can where they can find you and follow you and and uh, and communicate with you on the Twitter and everything else, man? I appreciate that. I'm gonna do one more set of of shoutouts here. So Love I it. thank I thank the crew. I thank Marissa, but I gotta thank. Uh, Microsoft Canada and Xbox Canada. Uh, special thanks to their lead, uh, Christina. Uh, Kara, she's also terrific. Uh, Matt M, he kept me out of trouble big time <laughs> while I was in LA, so he made sure I was where I needed to be at what time. And and like coming up to the experience, Matt M was just absolutely golden and saying, you know, we're going to be here doing this, doing that. And he kept telling me like, you know, the behind closed doors experiences ahead of time. And yeah, so killer team uh robert uh vanessa as well as julia so it's part of that they're 
some of them are part of Veritas and, and uh, some of them are part of uh, Microsoft, but really, really cool people that, that I met that uh, just, like I said before, gave me a life-changing experience. I don't know how I'm ever going to sort of pay them back here for, for what they've done for me here, but mm-hmm. uh, they, are, they are beautiful, wonderful people. So before I give myself a shout-out, you guys must out there, Canadian fans, if you're an Xbox fan, you've got to follow Xbox Canada microsoft canada it's just at microsoft canada at xbox canada on instagram um you know the contests are always off the hook uh and you know you can also follow me because i'll be letting you know about those contests as well too uh but i'm at dapper tux uh i think i've got an underscore on there on twitter i should probably know that but it's <laughs> d-a-p-p-e-r underscore t-u-x and it's the same for for instagram so uh yeah just, i just want to thank you too uh, for having me on. This has been a lot of fun to, to talk about my experience. I really appreciate it, Sean. Oh, man. Well, I, I can confirm Dapper underscore Tux for you. That is indeed the, the Twitter. <laughs> I didn't want to start it's... clicking around on my computer because I thought it might interfere with the audio. So I was just no like... Pro- uh, I'm going to try and I'll have, probably have to edit my little... My, I got a super clickety-clackety stupid mechanical keyboard, which I, I, I it was a good idea at the time, but not for podcasting so much. But honestly, dude, like you deserve everything that's coming your way. You are super gracious and and humble person and i'm so grateful that i got to talk to you today and i hope that that through our conversation we just get people a little excited about just playing games man this is what this is what it's all about thank you so much for your time today no problem anytime and that is it thank you so much to dapper tux holy crap I wish, I wish more people got to get experiences like that. Like, and I, and I, maybe they, maybe they do, and we just don't hear about it. But like, what? Like, he was dedicated to the Xbox brand from day one. Got involved in a silly little contest. And next thing you know, Xbox Canada is flying him to Los Angeles, meet up with a whole bunch of amazing people, and just like diving right in. Like, I love that. Just grabbing the opportunity by the horns and get in front of the camera and doing all that stuff. Dapper, congratulations, man, and thank you so much for sharing that story. This, I think, officially closes us out of out of E3. I think this is the last. <laughs> I think I think we've had enough, maybe E3, but I would definitely want to. I feel like this was a different take uh, from from everything probably you've been you've been listening to over the last little while. So hopefully that's okay. The music, of course, Halo Halo Insurrection from OCRemix.org. And thanks to you for being here. Thank you for listening and subscribing if this is your first time. Come back next week. We've got, we're going to talk shooters. It might still, still kind of ring true on the Xbox uh, front. So we've got Ben Butler coming from Generational Gamers Podcast. We've got Alejandro Buendia coming after that. And then David Ray. Guys, we have so much coming, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Some amazing conversations coming up. They're just waiting for you. I could give them to you right now. But I won't. We're going to just continue on this Monday posting schedule. So thank you guys. And, and uh, everybody who retweets when I, when, I, when I push the link out, thank you so much for retweeting. And for supporting us on Patreon.com slash Make Us Better, like our executive producers, Nick Militia and Joel Brooks. And thanks, guys. We've been up for a couple weeks, and I haven't had a chance to... Really, I wasn't sure what to do <laughs> with with the people. Uh, I, I, you know what? I'm going to give a shout out when any, anybody new comes on board. And so, just to catch up, thank you to the Nintendo Dads, Ryan Black, Gabe Hills, Grouchy Surge, <laughs> Jacob Rush, Luke Laura, Tony Guillen, G- 
Garrett Bland, Ryan Turford, Adam Leonard, Josh Stapleton, TJ Santula. You guys are absolutely amazing. You signed up without hesitation, and I appreciate it more than words could possibly say. I'll try, though. Maybe I'll try on Twitter, at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Follow the website, We the Nerdy, and the show, We the GamerCast. That, that's good. I don't know what I'm doing with that thing, but but go ahead and follow it anyways. Um, remember, We the Nerdy hosts this podcast uh, for now, and, and go there for, for video game reviews, like my review of Cave Story. If you've got a Nintendo Switch, it's the hotness these days. I've got a review for that great game, and uh, that's all I got going on over there. Thank you to Gary Gray for the cover art. What else? That's it. Otherwise, this is episode 92 of Weed the Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. Thank you again for listening. I'll be back next week. I hope you're there too. Now it's time for Jason. 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 Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!